You're listening to The Building Code, Episode 2. I'm Tom Houghton. I'm Paul Worth. And we're talking today about the International Builder Show. Sunny Las Vegas, 2019 International Builder Show. It was super fun for our team. Over 80 team members from Builder Trend went down there. Saw thousands of our clients. Our booth was the biggest booth uh, in the in the tech hall. It's not about size. No. I'm just saying. We needed the space. We're not bragging here. We're not bragging. No. Um, let's see. We did uh, a bunch of podcasts, which is what we were talking about. Recorded some there. Educational sessions down there. People lost money. But I'm, well, we're not going to go down that road. Right. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, as you, far as that's, that's did concerned. You, did you go there? We're bringing, we're bringing a little back, though, with us. They have a new logo now, or a new, uh, a new slogan now. They do? Yeah. Do you know what it is? No. Oh. I was too busy gambling. <laughs> too, I'm not looking at the signs. Yeah. I'm looking at the cards. <laughs> Good. So we were there. We were having a great time. Uh, the best part is we were able to grab some of our award-winning clients and hear about not only their experience with Builder Trend, but more importantly their business. Yeah. And it's great. So we have this for you. It's a four-part series we're doing on the International Builder Show just to dedicate some time to these clients and hear their, their really impactful stories. So we think you guys will really uh, like this. We're starting off first with Alex Scoble from Scoble Homes. And you'll notice in the background when you, we play this back, you'll hear some uh, audio. And that's just the buzz of the convention hall. Again, we're in this massive convention hall and there's thousands upon thousands of people there. Um, going around seeing different vendors. Um, so we recorded this live at the International Builder Show. Take a listen. We're joined with Alex Scoble of Scoble Homes, uh, based out of Florida. Where in Florida? We're in Gainesville, Florida, and we also have lots in Orlando, Florida. Oh, fantastic. Is that Gainesville? Is that uh, University of Florida? It is University of Florida. Gators. Yep. Not a fan. Big rivalry back in uh, 95 for Nebraska. It's true. You shouldn't be telling me that. Yeah. Are you a big fan? We are big fans. Kind of have to be, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Wait. No more football talk. That's Starting true. Out. No, yeah. Well, we want to get to know you a little bit better. Yeah. So tell us yes. your kind of company profile, uh, how many homes you build, what your team's like, uh, your background. Give gotcha. us a little rundown there. Um, I started off, uh, I actually got a degree in uh, master's in building construction from the University of Florida. Okay. And I worked for uh, Pulte Homes, a national home builder, mm-hmm. in uh, 2005 maybe a little bit in 2004 as well, when the market was super hot. And uh, we actually, it was a great experience because I built you know, a few hundred homes in probably two years for them. And uh, eventually they laid me off when the market got bad. Sure. Um, so it actually turned out to be a good thing though. So I moved uh, back up to Gainesville to be with my then girlfriend and now wife, uh, Lori. And, uh, and I started the business and we started real small just buying probably two lots at the beginning. And the first house I built, I was like 22 or 23. Wow. Um, so I only worked there probably a year and a half, okay. something like that. Yeah. Um, and I got, I, did, I got through school pretty quickly as well. And uh, we started off, it took me probably a year to build my first house. So it was a big learning experience. I kind of learned every trade, um, the accounting, kind of all the sides of the business very slowly and then uh, we bought the second year we bought 10 lots so we kind of expanded off of that and we started finally got our first closing uh, the second year of the business and uh, Lori graduated soon after that uh, in a couple of years and she joined me to help me continue the business and uh, luckily for us the market was still down quite a bit so we bought quite a bit of land during the downturn sure so um, so it made us have quite a large land business and also uh, property management business. Okay. So 
that's kind of what we do. And my goal from when we started the company was to uh, create a home builder that was building affordable houses, but also with high-end features. So energy efficient, but higher-end finishing. So kind of when we saw the home building market, a lot of people had the high-end features, but they were upcharging them much more for the options. But the way we decided to kind of run our business was to you know, not charge them any extra for the options as we were building the house. So we kind of have the same profit margin and system for both. And uh, it allows us to build people nicer houses at a reasonable price. And uh, it's been fairly successful in Gainesville. So. Nicer houses at a reasonable price. I like that. That's a good tagline. That's a good tagline. Affordable luxury is our tagline. Oh, That's the same thing. I like oh, that. Oh, he just, he just dunked on our tagline with a yeah. better one. With a be- with that a, is with really much good. Better much better one. Affordable luxury. So. I'm affordable sold. Luxury, yeah. Is there direct flights to Gainesville? Uh, <laughs> from Omaha? Probably, probably not. not. No. no. There is not. That's no. a cool story. You know, we just heard from another client with a very, very similar story. Yeah. Downturn, lost a job, and forced him to start his own business. Yeah. Right. And I think, and I said the last time, I just think it's it's a lot of respect for people who do that. Yeah. That, yeah. Is a, that is a leap. And yeah. there's, you know, everything that goes into owning your own business from... Yeah. You know, the accounting side to the employee side to the process side, it's, it's, a, it's a big thing to tackle, right? Yeah. So, so basically, I, my probably biggest interest with the home building was the products and also the systems to get the homes built efficiently. Sure. So from the day I started the business, I was always looking at different systems and I had a little bit of background with the national home builders. So I kind of saw what they were doing and the issues they were having. Um, so I did extensive research on different softwares and I actually even paid some money to another software that was much more expensive in an enterprise one and we ended up not using it um, and builder trend we started I wasn't even sure if I would last with it when we first started yeah. but it was so easy to implement as a smaller builder so we kind of started off very small and at the time six years ago builder trend had far fewer features than they have now sure and over the years i've just been extremely impressed with how they have heard the features we've been asked for and we haven't gotten every feature we've asked for but we've gotten a lot of them and they've worked through them and the speed of the feature release we use a bunch of different softwares because we have a separate accounting software we have a separate crm software we have a separate property management software. So we have a few different softwares because we are in a variety of businesses. We also do like the title insurance for people on closing. So we kind of cover the entire real estate gamut as well as some residential real estate and the marketing of our houses. So, but Builder Trend is by far and away of all the softwares, the one that has released the most features and our feedback has actually had an impact. So a lot of the other softwares, I'll write lists of features and they'll sit there for three years, never hearing back, not hearing encouragement, builder trend. They'll usually either come out with the feature or they'll tell me why they're having trouble implementing it and what the pain points are. And sometimes we can come up with a feature that's in the middle of what I wanted, but might work. So, I mean, they've just been incredible to work with. Um, And when there are errors and they do have errors in the software so it's not like there are never errors but they are so good at finding out the error from me their staff finds it out and they fix it within a day or so so usually if there's an error the features are not instant like that those may take months or a year but the error checking and 
ability to fix them is is really excellent. So yeah. we've just been very happy. That's Kudos great to, to the product team yeah, and the QA team too. We've the got a whole engineering a, side. Of yeah, the, we've got about 100 engineers on our team back in Omaha, and uh, 30 of those are QA folks, and those are those are the guys going through and squashing the bugs. Yep. You know, because it happens in software. It's written by humans. You yeah, know. Don't don't let any software companies say that they yeah. never. <laughs> 100% uptime, yeah. no bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we've Don't got we we we're not afraid to admit that we got the bugs. That's and, right, and we'll but we'll go crush them. You know. Yeah, we got to so. fix them. We always got to get better, and that's great to hear, because you're pretty dialed in over each. I see you every international Buildo show for like the last five six years, right? Mm-hmm. And you spend a good amount of time with our product team, and they they sit down and they listen, and you guys you guys hash it out, right? Like you need something for the way you run your business, yeah. But we've got close to 15,000 clients and they kind of all run their business differently. So with our product team, we have to kind of play both sides of that fence, right? Like we yeah. want to make this a perfect software for everybody, but at the end of the day, there's like a middle ground you got to shoot for too, right? Exactly. And that's that's kind of what I was saying that Builder Trend is just an impressive ability to find that middle ground. And the, the other thing is we run our business a certain way. The software just has incredible flexibility. Like I can see different ways I could use it to run my business, but I also see for other builders that have a different style business, a more custom business or whatever, it could really be used. So, and they're kind of, it it is interesting how they were able to just make it so flexible. The other thing I wanted to talk about um, is that we have had huge success with subcontractor adoption. Um, We just, Right now, we probably have 95% adoption. It's 100% adoption of our labor guys. So we have, actually, no, there is one labor person, my paver installer. Uh Give me his name. (laughs) Give me his name. I'll find him. We're going to blast him. There's one paver, (laughs) there's one person, my paver installer, that is not adopted. But not only are we, other than the paver guy, 100% adopted, and we probably have 40 labor vendors, so we really do have a lot of vendors building yeah. our product. It's not like it's just a few turnkey guys. Right. We are buying all the materials on our houses. We are using it to build the houses, buying all the materials, and we separate out the labor. So we probably have a total of 80 or 90 vendors in the system, and of the all the vendors, including material, probably somewhere around 90, 95% adoption, but of the labor guys, it is almost everybody, and not only do we have them adopted using our POs and schedule, but we also have them adopted using the direct deposit WePay system that Builder Trend integrates with. So it's very seamless. They can see when we release the payment, they can see when we approve their job. So it just has been a very good experience getting that done, and Builder Trend's really worked with us to try to get it better and better where uh, the vendors, it's easy for the vendors to use, which is really important with less sophisticated vendors. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome to hear. Yeah, that WePay thing is one of our pro services. And a lot of people think that's just accepting payments for clients, like when they want to pay for a certain portion of the, of the contract or a change order. But actually, most companies get more benefit out of paying their subs and vendors electronically where before that, did you have like Friday pick up your check weeks or how'd that work? We had a variety of things. Some vendors, I would have them pick up their checks. Some checks we would mail out. Uh, some people we would do a credit card on. So usually it was some mixture of how to pay the vendors. And we probably on most circumstances have put it toward we pay. There's still a few vendors mm-hmm. that we pay on. If they've got an online portal, we'll pay them on their portal a lot of times. 
but most vendors, we are doing the direct deposit and it's working really well. So you've streamlined that process. Instead of 10 ways, it's just a few and mm -hmm. that saves you guys office admin time, right? Yeah, awesome. it, it, people underestimate the amount of admin time it takes to do a check. It's, right. it's yeah. not nothing. Yeah. And then like they come over and like there's a 30 minute conversation when they pick up their check too, right? Yeah. That <laughs> is exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't forget like all 30 minute conversations add up. On Friday, you're just trying true. to get out of there. Yes, right? they do. <laughs> so, you've standard, so you've standardized your process, basically, is what it sounds like. That's what we're looking for. Uh, how did that conversation go with the vendors? Obviously, I'm sure you had existing relationships with some of them, and maybe you got some new ones on the system when you said, you know what, we're just going to commit to doing this. What was that process like for you? The, the newer vendors were much easier. Sure. And without fail, because we were kind of very strict that you get your information about this job from your purchase order. Mm. So if you want to do this job, it has the lot number, it has all the things you need to do install, it has how much you're going to get paid, you need to approve this before you start the job, and then we will pay you through this system after the job. And it just makes life so much more organized where everything is written on the paper that they're supposed to do, and there's much less communications. It does take some work on our part, making sure those POs say the right things, but we've managed to standardize it and templatize it with Builder Trend, where it's not a lot of customization to generate those POs. It's all kind of figured out beforehand. And Builder Trend helps us generate that PO. We just take a look over it, release it, and then the subs know what to do. And if they have questions, that's a great process we work through where we change our template and add in whatever they ask me. If they ask me anything on any job, I make sure we screwed up in our template or our PO. We need to get that written into the PO so there are no questions on the job. Because like uh, he said, that, uh, that any question does take time for our management team and we're trying to get it to be as efficient as possible and have everything in writing. Yeah, you just, you just continually learn, right? We talked Absolutely. about this uh, a little bit earlier where, you know, a lot of our clients are using like a to-do list and like post framing and they, they might start with 10 things, but every, every house they learn one more thing they need to add to it and yeah. it just continually grows. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing you were saying, which I think find really interesting about the industry, a lot of people who come to us come from commercial or production where they all have systems. And they've already realized systems are the way to make your business scale yes. and become efficient. Where a lot of small to medium-sized construction residential guys, they don't have any systems yet. Not, and that's not me saying they're, they're doing something wrong, but they could learn a lot from just that simple thought. Yes. Create systems, hold people accountable, information, communication, all of that, right? That, that is definitely a big key to small businesses or big businesses. And, if you want your life to be easier as a larger business, you want to have good systems in place. Yeah. You know? So you started off building two homes. Mm -hmm. Now how many? I started. Are you I started off with one home. Okay. Taking me a year, and yeah. the other, the other local custom builders were laughing at me. They, they didn't think I'd ever finish. Yeah. So, because um, <laughs> it wasn't some massive mansion, it was sure. you know a two thousand square foot home, and uh, now we're building probably about forty-five to fifty homes a year very steadily in bigger homes, you know, starting probably around 300 all the way up to probably $600,000 homes um, with many more options and just a much more complex product where the customer has more options, but it's easier for me to manage due to builder trends, functionality and features. Let's talk about your awesome. customer and uh, I guess, how has the platform helped you interact with them? I mean, are, are you attracting newer customers? Are you using it in the sales process? Yeah, we're using it in the sales process of them doing their selection sheets, which is a big deal. So 
We have pre-made templated selection sheets, and when the customer comes in, some people are not interested at all, but the people that are interested in buying a new house, we'll usually have them either create a, our salesperson create a selection sheet in the model, and then go through the builder trend selection sheet, which is very good, because they have pictures of all the choices, mm-hmm. pre-done, all the costs are in the selection sheet built in, and then the customer prices are also built in, so as the costs go up, it's going to account for that in your selection sheets live and Builder Trend has ways to kind of do that in mass. So it's just been really successful for us, them going through the selection sheets um, with the customers. And then the other awesome feature is we have the customers log in on their own. So a lot of times it takes our salesperson less time with the customer because they were able to look at it on their own and right. figure it out on their own. So that's nice. That's awesome. So you know software pretty well. Uh, and the landscape, uh, we're not an enterprise software, but isn't it, do you think we're kind of like a middle ground in terms of feature set? Because like you said, the features run pretty long and pretty deep and that they just continue to grow. So yeah. talk about that a little bit. Do you, I mean, cause you so use enterprise stuff. When, yeah, I've used, the, I've used the enterprise stuff and I've also spent many, many hours before I made the software decision. I even spent quite a bit of money before I decided to go with Builder Trend on another enterprise software. Mm-hmm. And the enterprise softwares do, especially when I started with Builder Trend, they had a lot of features Builder Trend didn't have. As mm-hmm. I've been with Builder Trend the last six years, it's getting closer and closer to being an enterprise software. It's not quite there yet for if you're building hundreds of homes, mm-hmm. but certainly if you're building 50 to 100, it should be able to handle you. Um, Probably if you're in the hundreds of homes, it's not there yet, but I think they're getting close where maybe another year or so they will come out with some of those features that's going to push them over the edge. And that's kind of the direction we've been trying to push them. So they have the ability to not only handle the custom builders, but also people production and people trying to grow their business. Yeah. And and, you know, our three main segments we talk about, which make up our client base are definitely residential builders, both custom production, a little bit more volume, but also residential remodeling. And then also what we refer to as specialty contracting. So we have a good amount of roofers, drywall, siding, windows kind of guys too. So yeah, yeah we, we, we try to build features for all. But that's good to hear that that the feature set is pretty pretty robust as is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, using the software as a builder, I could see how the subs could use the software to help themselves with mm-hmm. features like the time clock and logs and just yeah. there's to-dos. There's just a variety of features that work for so many different people. Whereas when I looked at the enterprise softwares, they were really very specific for a certain type of production builder. And a lot of them were missing a lot of the features Builder Trend had. So it's almost like you got some extra enterprise features, mm-hmm. but you lost some others. So mm-hmm. it's, it's more of a judgment call of which way to go. Yeah. Any other thoughts about, you know, kind of sub-adoption of this, uh, you know, the pain points of, of getting it, them on board? The sub-adoption, it, you have to be very sure and very strict with them that you're not going to work with them unless you're using your system, but you can't say it in that way. Sure. So yeah. you, you kind of say, this is how you make them say, this is how everybody that works with our company is doing it, and you tell them that they're going to like it better than their previous systems. And the truth is most of them have found out that they did like it better because they can go on their phone, see exactly what they're going to get paid before they start on the POs. They can see what they have to do on the POs and they can see when they're paid. So that alone is amazing. And then hopefully you can get them to use your to-dos. So if there's problems, you know, they can use those. And then also like the schedule. The schedule is probably 
the hardest one to get where the subs are using it every day. The POs has been super successful for us. The to-dos has been pretty successful. The schedule changes so much and there's always a risk that something could be wrong. So there still is quite a few phone calls with the, with the uh, schedule, but the to-dos are excellent and the POs are like more than excellent because they really tell the sub what to do and um, and it also keeps track of their payments and also when the work's complete. So it has multiple stages. So it really just has the proper workflow to get the sub doing what you want, whether you're a custom builder or somebody who's trying to be a production builder or even a subcontractor. Love hearing that. Yeah. More than excellent. That is a compliment. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, a lot. I of, like that. More than excellent. Yeah. I'm going to start using that in my life. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm That's just, great. every year I'm working with them to try to get some more of those enterprise features in just so, you know, it makes life easier for us in implementing it. So that way it's easy for the subs. So, and they are, yeah. they are getting there with me. Yeah. Well, it's a win-win it's for us, right? Like you are the man on the ground. You, you are living the life for the type of company you are. So other types of companies like yours that are using BuildAgent are going to benefit from your feedback and us developing those features, right? Yeah. One more, one more question, not to, not to drive this point home, but I, I definitely think But you think will anyway. I will, because I think there are guys <laughs> out there who are going to say, yeah. there's no way I'm going to get my subs to adopt this. Uh, you know, I'm sure there was probably that hesitation, that pushback from that you guys had. Uh, how did you work through that? Um, I guess you kind of got to start one at a time. Sure. So, so we go. certainly baby steps. Yeah, we, we when we started, obviously we had a set of subs in place, and they weren't adopted, and they were also used to their old ways. Right. So you kind of have to go slow and go with the ones we felt we had the most sway with, or the ones we felt would be most open to the adoption. So we started with them, and then we saw the pain points of the adoption, like. This is how we got to get them set up. This is the information we got to get from the subcontractor to make sure they fill out their builder trend stuff correctly. This is how we got to get them onboarded. And the first onboards took multiple hours. We did not know how to do it. It was not easy getting the subs even set up. We didn't have our ducks in a row. Mm -hmm. But after a while now, I can get a sub to sign my contract, get them set up in builder trend in probably 10 to 15 minutes. So wow. almost in the first meeting, we get them all the info. They We have forms where they fill out all the info we need. Um, and we get them logged in. We go over a couple of things with them. We say your thing's there. And then usually they won't fully grasp it, but we say when they call on the first job, we'll say, hey, look at your PO. We don't know what selections are picked. Look at your PO. Right. And then they'll look and, you know, they may he and haw a little bit. But once they get used to looking at their PO, um, they get the idea and it they like it better because it's easy. It's on their phone. They have a computer. It's on there. And uh, same thing with the payment. They know when they got paid, they know when we approved it. They know if we have issues with the to-dos. So it just, it, it, it works, but you got to kind of be very disciplined to say, hey, you guys are going to use this because a lot of people won't want to use it. They, they'll think they know better, but a lot of times the people that are so difficult that they don't want to use it are not the type of people you'd want to work with anyway. True. Right. They're being it's, difficult for sort of a reason. That yeah, they're, they're going to be that. difficult on your job. Yeah. They're right. going to be nickel and diming you and everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's the other thing is I think we sign up quite a few new customers every month. And it's not hard to identify the problem in the industry and the problem they have in their business, how they need to get better. But they really have to be willing to change their process as well. Mm -hmm. And I think most are. And yeah. it, I think it's our job, and this is kind of a product-themed 
podcast, this it one is. segment. Yeah. Um, our, it's our job as a product and engineering team to not just develop features, but develop features in a way that are intuitive, easy to use, easy to onboard, make sense to somebody. And I think that's, I know that's something we focus on quite a bit. So yeah. it's good. I will tell you, if you set it up right for the subcontractors, they don't need much training. That's I mean, great. we yeah. when we onboard a new one, like I told you, on the first time we onboarded one, it took many hours and there were still issues. But mm -hmm. now we're down to 15 minutes and then maybe they'll call you on the first or second job to ask you questions. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they'll call legitimately where you didn't have your PO or you didn't have something right on your end, you know? Yeah, so they kind of help you, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Alex, thank you so much for your time joining us on the podcast today. Again, Alex Scoble, Scoble Homes, based out of Florida, longtime Builderton user, six years. Yes, sir. Uh, thanks for sharing your kind of insight on how you use the program and, again, that interaction with subs. We really appreciate it. Thanks All right, again. All right. Appreciate it, man. Great stuff there from Alex Scoble. Yeah. He is one of our longtime clients, but one of the, the smarter guys I've ever met. I mean, you heard his story. Yeah. Um, he really built it himself, he and his wife. But he's really helped us dial in certain parts of the system, which have been really helpful. So that was good. If you have more questions or want to check out more about the podcast, please visit buildertrend.com slash podcast. You'll see our show notes there. So anything that came up in the podcast, you can reference that. See our next upcoming episodes. And uh, stay tuned because, again, next episode, we're at the International Builder Show talking to another customer of ours. Fantastic customers. We love Stay them. tuned. If you like listening to us, we, we hope you do, uh, and we hope you'll tell your friends about it. Don't forget to rate the podcast, too, so we can get more of listeners out there. Yeah, you got you to tell fellow Builder Trend clients, friends, family. I really, you could tell anybody. We don't care who listens, right? It's true, we don't. I mean, <laughs> we want them all. You'll take away something. Tell them all. No matter who you are. Tell them all, and we'll sort them out later. Yeah. <laughs> How do we find us on iTunes? Search for The Building Code a podcast by Builder Trend or just Builder Trend. Yeah. Great. Thanks Un for listening. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Until next time. <laughs>